Welcome to The Aldridges, a podcast with Dan and Harriet. Follow what they get up to in business, travel, fitness and family life, and all the fun they have along the way. They don't take life too seriously, but are serious about living their best life. Join them for regular updates on it all, and don't forget to subscribe for weekly uploads of The Aldridges. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 9 of the Aldridge's podcast. This one is a baby Q&A. So we're pretty much halfway into the pregnancy now um, and things are going really, really well. Um, But we've got a number of questions here from you guys on Instagram who have asked us a number of different questions that we're going to go through throughout this episode. Um, But the first thing we want to talk to you guys is share with you what we've been up to since the last episode and we have had our 20 week scan haven't we Harriet? Yes so we are 21 and a half weeks at the moment um, but we had our scan last Friday so since our last podcast episode um, and yeah the, this one is the last scan you have on the NHS for as long as you are a low risk pregnancy so obviously things could change we might need extra growth scans or something like that further down the line but as it stands at the moment this that was actually our last ever scan yeah so next time we see the baby will be in reality <laughs> i mean in real life we'll probably i think if if we don't need any additional scans i reckon we probably will be tempted to go and have another private one but we'll see this is technically technically the last time so they were checking lots of different things. Um, it was amazing how much bigger she'd got, wasn't it? Yeah, so like this time we could physically see like the mouth opening and the... Oh, we saw her drink. Saw her drinking, yeah. We saw the fingers and toes and just it looks more and more like a baby now, whereas before it was just a bit of a, a blob in the head. Um, <laughs> now we've got an actual human with organs. Yeah. Um, and it's very interesting. Yeah, it was particularly cool. They... Um... They were looking at the heart because they measure and check everything. And then she was able to press a button and it bought, obviously the scans are in black and white, but then she was able to add like colour to the screen and it was showing you the, the blood vessels that were running in and out of the heart, wasn't it basically? Yeah, so it was showing the blood going in versus blood going out, which was yeah. all really healthy. So um, again, very reassuring. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's great. I think they're very thorough. They're like... It was it was really positive and obviously everything was looking good. She was in a bit of an awkward position, so it took quite a while actually. She had to prod my belly quite a bit, didn't she, to get her to sort of turn over because her head was, she was almost face plant in my, <laughs> my uh, uterus. So we we couldn't get that sort of perfect side profile view that you see on baby scans. So we we got there eventually, but she did have to sort of poke and prod me a little bit, yeah, just to get baby to move so yeah that was all really positive um it went really well and we thought we would just start the podcast really by just maybe going through second trimester symptoms we did this in an earlier podcast with like how I'd been feeling in the first 12 weeks um but I thought we'd do one for the second trimester um because there's been a few interesting symptoms and I'm not saying any of these to scare anyone by the way or put you off it's purely I wish kind of I had 
I wish I'd known these things. I wish I knew what to expect. No one really tells you, um, unless maybe you've got a super close friend or, or family member that sort of takes you through blow by blow the sort of experiences of being pregnant. And all of these things, like they, they are symptoms and they are annoyances, but they're not like going to kill you, you know? They're not, you they're know not like yeah. excruciating. They're just an, almost like mild annoyances. Do you know what though? I feel like individually these things don't sound that bad or you look back on a period of time like I could look back at my pregnancy so far and say I've had it pretty good I'm lucky we've not had any problems or scares or worries so we're very blessed in that sense um and I feel like I can't really complain however to counteract that in the moment when you're experiencing that particular symptom it can feel excruciating or it can feel like oh my god is this gonna last forever um, but it's just one of those things that when you look back on, you're like, oh, it, it's not that bad, is it? Overall, like I could, you know, it could be one of these people that was sick all the time or was really unwell and really poorly. So I am grateful. And there is almost something every day. Yeah, but like you said, they're small things. Yeah. Um, so the first thing, I'm going to start with a positive. I would say that from 19 weeks, I know your second trimester technically starts from like 13 weeks, but from 19 weeks, my energy has come back. So you've noticed I haven't been napping every day. Yeah. <laughs> I I was probably say up to 19 weeks I was needing a um a nap or extra sleep whereas now I am I'm making it till bedtime. So That's a massive achievement. <laughs> that's an achievement. Thank you. Um so that's that's a really positive thing. Restless legs. Lots of you on Instagram have told me you've experienced this. It comes and goes to be honest. It was bad over Christmas, wasn't it? Do you remember? I was like, yeah. we were away for You're Christmas. Tap in bed. Oh, and it's 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 hard to explain if you've never had restless legs because it's not quite. I imagined it to be where your legs were sort of flinching and flying around, but it's not. It's almost like a, a pressure in your muscles that's like you feel like is about to pulsate, but maybe doesn't quite, and that's just as annoying as if it did. Um, so that that's been quite annoying. Um, I generally just put some cream on my legs put some pillow spray on my pillow and just try to like get back to sleep um but that's I can't complain too much I've only had a few occasions of that um my most recent thing in the last maybe few days has been sciatic nerve pain and again loads of you messaged me to say you've had this um we were actually having dinner weren't we me you and Rachel the other night and I thought I'd sat on my leg funny oh yeah and I was on the sofa after, really stretching it out. And Dan was like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, I feel like someone's kicked me in the leg. I was like, I've actually got like a pain, a shooting pain in my leg. And I actually didn't think anything of it. I thought, oh, I must have sat on, on my leg. Um, and it lasted all night. And I woke up limping. And I thought, this isn't this isn't from sitting on your leg. And then I think it was, was it you or Rachel that said, maybe the baby sat on a nerve? Yeah, because you said how it was before, like on a nerve, but not like that nerve yeah so it was weird how um it was it just created this pain and and I had it again um yesterday actually and I couldn't go to the gym because it was just a shooting pain down my leg and it honestly gives you an instant limp so um yeah just uh, what I found helped with that is I had a hot shower um and I walked around like slowly around the house and it did she did move and it shifted so it's weird it can instantly come and it can instantly go so that's been interesting. Um, and then lightning crotch. Do you know what lightning crotch is now, Dan? Shooting pains up the old 
Up the old. <laughs> What's the end of that sentence? Up the old crevice. <laughs> oh, that is a poor is it, choice is it, of no, words. Actually, I don't even know the answer to this. Is it the vagina or bum? Well, I think there's two different things in my experience. There's there's the up the vajayjay. Yeah. Shooting pains. And you were with me, weren't you? I was sat on the edge of the bed and I was like, oh, and it jolted me. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, I can't move, can't move. And it was just like, yeah, like a streaking pain that basically goes up your vagina. But I also have found if I'm sat too long uncomfortably, I get what I call shooty bum pains. And a few people said this is linked to sciatica. I think I've even had that, you know, in the past. <laughs> shoot, shoot, shooty bum pains? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what from? SBP, I call them. Maybe the shooty bum pain is to do with your, with your sciatic nerve, because you could have that. You have I just think I've had it before, like... I. I that the sound of shooty bum pains doesn't sound alien to me. Like, I think no. I've experienced that in my life. It just feels like, oh, my God, I, I, I can only slowly lift myself off this yeah. chair, like, because I've got shooty pains. Might have had it, like, on a very mild basis. <laughs> but apparently that is linked to sciatica, so maybe that's wrong. what it is. Might be people listening to this thinking, no, men can't get that. Well, anyone can have um, sciatica. True. So it, it, I think I think that could be the case. So that's interesting. But again, I haven't had that a lot. Some of you messaged me saying, oh my God, I had this throughout my whole pregnancy. It was so painful. But luckily, it's just been like the odd occasion this has happened. And then to end on a pleasant note, um, we started, well, I started feeling like flutters from about 15, 16 weeks. Um, at first I was like, is that wind? Do I just need to do a big old fart? <laughs> or Which is, it... is normally the case. <laughs> or is it the baby? But I had a few little like... Um, I think I talked about this on an episode before, but I had like little things that I knew weren't... That wasn't wind. So little flutters. And then I'd say from 19 weeks, I've been getting proper kicks to the point where I was like, whoa, she just really kicked hard. Um, and you were a little bit hesitant to touch... My stomach and feel it, weren't you? Well, it's just, it's just pressing down <clears throat> for like 15 minutes straight. I, I don't know. like You just never got there in time, did you, to feel like yeah. she'd do like two or three kicks. But and I then... did feel it. Well, yeah, you've since felt it at 21 weeks. So this week's so a couple of nights ago. Yeah. I kind of, it, with you, it's patience. Dan puts his hand on my stomach for like five seconds and goes, I'm bored now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so 21 weeks, Dan, officially. Well, first of all, you saw it. You, we, we were looking at my stomach so and we saw poke, her yeah. do a little poke. And you were like, oh, I saw that. And then the following night, we put your hand on my tummy and she, she did kick and you did feel it. It was only a little one, but um, yeah, so that's really nice. So The only way to, to describe feel. how it feels is if you put your hand on your cheek and then with your tongue, like, press the inside of your mouth and then that's what you can feel on your hand. Yeah. Well, just gently. It's not like hardcore, just a little gentle, like smooth motion yeah well last night we saw Loz and she felt it and she said to me today I expected it to feel harder I mean they will get harder obviously as she gets bigger and stronger but it is only a slight like you said it's just like a slight little press poke yeah and it's so soft um, but you it's you're definitely aware that it's that but it's just maybe not as hard as you think so so yeah I would say that kind of summarizes second trimester symptoms um but all good so far yeah all so far so good and um yeah like the time's passing very fast and it is isn't it know, week by week before you know it we're gonna, the baby will be featuring on the podcast 
<laughs> to his first little word on the podcast. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Well, I think... Imagine we... if we could record the first word on the podcast. I don't think that's quite how... What do you reckon the first word will work. be? <laughs> Mummy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a few years off yet. Um... Okay, cool. So let's dive into your questions. I'm going to give you guys a little shout out. Apologies if uh, we're going to use your Instagram names. Yeah, so, so. I'll ask you the questions. So okay. question one is from Sazzle891. So Ooh. shout out to Sazzle891. Thank you for <laughs> putting your question in. Harriet, please share your maternity outfits with us. Yes. So I am actually going to film a reel this week with a few of the outfits I have bought so far. Um, I would say, generally, people's advice before I was big was that you know don't waste your money on maternity clothes which I completely understand I think especially when it comes to like trousers and stuff like you're obviously never going to wear maternity jeans afterwards however I would say that fashion especially like the sort of fast fashion sites they are doing very reasonable reasonably priced clothes so places like misguided plt they actually have their own maternity range now so it's much cheaper to get your hands on things. But to be honest, to start with, I was just buying like stretchy stuff that I can wear now, during and after baby's here. So just lots of stretchy midi dresses. Um, at, when I'm at home, I live in pyjamas or joggers or leggings. Leggings are actually going to save you. I haven't, didn't used to wear leggings, did I? Do you notice? Other than gym leggings, I didn't wear leggings. As... I don't know what difference are. Well, gym leggings is what I wear to the gym. Yeah, gym shark. Right. You've never really seen me wear, like, black leggings, have no, you? No, leggings is not, like, it's different material, isn't it? Uh-huh. Like, stretchy, cottony. Yeah. Yeah. But I've been living in leggings. Yeah. Um. So that's been great. So, I yeah. I guess it gives you, it's not as, like, tight around the waist. Yeah, stretchy. Yeah. And so, really, I do feel a little bit limited, but I figured that midi dresses would be good because you can get long sleeve ones, so you can still dress for the winter and then... Yeah, I guess as the weather gets nicer towards the end of my pregnancy, I'll probably pick up a few little summary bits. But I will do a reel and I will let you guys know links for everything that I have already bought. Um, the next question was from Leah Whittle. She said, names you love but aren't using. Yeah, so on this topic, we were trying to write down lists of names that we've talked about, but there aren't many. And the reason why is because we are ridiculously decisive when it comes to the name and just things in life in general so we're like we found the name and we just said right that's the name and uh we're sticking by it so the the naming process for us hasn't been too hard um simply because we've got it and yeah. there weren't that many in the bag so Harry, what ones were there in the bag well so to add to that our, our name was the same whether it's a boy or a girl I, yeah. don't, I don't know if we told them that before i don't think we have i don't know so it's a unisex name that if it was if we were having a boy, he would have been called this. And when she was a girl, we agreed that we still like the name. And actually, it's traditionally a girl's name. So um, so a little hint there for you. Um, but the other names that we, we did want to challenge ourselves, didn't we? So even though we decided on her name, even now I'll throw like extra names at you. And you've said like, no, don't like that. So <clears throat> the other names we liked was Mila. Yeah. We both like that one. And then I was trying to differentiate it a little bit and I came up with Melina. And when I looked it up, actually, it meant like strength, warrior, like love, like all these positive words. So I thought that was really nice. 
Um, you said Ada, but I didn't like that. Yeah, the thing is, you liked it at the time. I don't. You anymore. said Ada Aldridge. You liked it. Yeah, I like the alliteration, but I don't know. <clears throat> okay. Um, so yeah, there weren't masses of names. I threw in Hadley the other day, but you don't like that. I threw in Sky. I don't like that. But there's people out there called Sky who are super offended. Do you know what? People shouldn't be offended by what we like and what we don't like because we ha- you have to take into consideration the surname. Yeah. So, it, you know, someone... It has to be a bit of a combo package. Yeah, like, I've got friends with kids and I don't... It's not that I don't like their names. Their names are great for them and suits their surname. But if you put that with our surname, it won't work. So I don't think anyone should ever be offended that you don't like a name. Adolf? <laughs> Adolf Aldridge. Yeah, it kind of goes. <laughs> Great. So, yeah. So, sorry, that might be a bit of a rubbish answer. Um, but we are just super decisive and we, we've we had her name settled for a while now, haven't we? Yeah. And um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm 99% sure it won't change. Yeah. We're like... Unless something incredible comes along. Yeah. I feel like we had her name really... Well, the name. Before we were... I think we were just pregnant. And, yeah. like, we just threw... And I wrote it on my phone. And we kind of came back to it. But, yeah. So, name-wise, we don't have loads in the bucket. There's lots of names I like. But, again, not to go with our surname. So, I guess that changes things as well. Um, okay, Jade Wilkes said, do you want to breastfeed? So, to start with, I've avoided this topic. Do I, I want think. to breastfeed? No. Well, how are you going to breastfeed? From you. <laughs> <laughs> you had to lower the tone. I want to breastfeed, yeah. I feel like I avoid talking about this because I feel like, and I'm sure people feel it the other way, I feel judged on the answer, um, but I'm just going to stand by our decision. We aren't going to breastfeed. Um, multiple... <laughs> Shut up, Dan. You're naughty. Multiple reasons. Um, the main one being that with Dan and I both working from home... Being here, like we very much want to be 50, 50 parents. Um, so like Lamar said once. Pardon? Like Lamar said once. <laughs> no one's gonna get that joke. If someone gets it, then they'll be my number one fan. Okay. Um, so we want to be able to share all of the feeding, all the responsibility, everything. Like not just feeding, like everything. So I know that you can express, and I know stuff like that, but for us we've decided that that's not the route we want to go down um just for our own personal reasons so i hope people aren't going to judge us for that because i'd like to think that everyone we now live in a society I wonder, what where, the sort of, I wonder what the statistics are in terms of who breastfeeds and who yeah, doesn't like is it 50 50 or is it 60 40 is it 70, the thing 30? is some people can't some people can't breastfeed sometimes um people's milk don't come in or they find it too painful or some people just do it for a week or six weeks and some people do it for two years and longer so i don't think right now (laughs) i don't think there's a right and wrong and i hope people aren't going to judge me on not breastfeeding but that's just a personal choice that we've made to suit our i guess to suit our lifestyle um it looks like from what i can see i think it's about 50 percent uh in the uk okay um only one in 200 UK women do any breastfeeding after a year. Oh, okay. That's after yeah. one years old. Okay. What are the statistics on breastfeeding? 
58.3% um, of infants were breastfeeding at six months. Okay. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. So the answer in short is no. Um, and I know lots of people have had lovely experiences with breastfeeding, um, but I think we are pretty settled that that's not going to be us. Yeah. Um, so the next question, this is one for you, Dan. Oh, God. Our life at 51. They asked, how do you think Dan will be with birth? Now, you've sort of answered this in an earlier podcast, but now time's evolved and we've been to lots of appointments and stuff. How do you feel? Well, inside, I will feel like a soldier on the front line. <laughs> where, like, I'll be screaming and scared inside, but on the surface, I'll be calm. Right. In that, like, M&M lyric. Is it? Yeah, the start of that. Um, It'd be like a duck. My arms, are, my palms are sweaty. Okay. Knees weak, arms are heavy. Um, <laughs> but I think on the inside, I will be like racing at a million miles an hour. But on the outside, I will act as if, and I think it would go back to when Harry was in hospital, I'll just become a bit of a servant again in terms of like, don't worry about me. What can I do to help you? Is everything okay? Is there anything I can do? What do you need from me? And I'll just be like, tell them what to do and I'll You're do it. You're quite practical, aren't you? Yeah. I think... Um... All I'll care about is the whole situation going well, I'll basically think of it a bit like a mission and be like, this is a mission to have our baby. <laughs> Let's get it done in the best possible way with lit, with zero challenges as possible. And my job is just to help the mission go as smoothly as possible. Right. That'll so you be my mindset. Your role. That'll be my mindset. Yeah. Yeah. I think because as you mentioned, um, for anyone that doesn't know, like I, I actually had a period of a whole month in hospital before and I had, like really complex surgery that was really scary and kind of um went a little bit wrong so Dan actually basically or practically moved into the hospital was there every single day and it's a bit mushy really but like that was one of the moments I knew that I wanted to marry you because I remember like sitting in a dis in a disabled chair in a shower and you were brushing my teeth whilst I was crying and you were like washing my armpits and you were so great. You didn't bat an eyelid at doing anything like that for me. And I, and I just knew, I just know from that experience that you will be great. Yeah. I think also because with the COVID restrictions, you know, we most likely will only be allowed one birthing partner. So it will just be me and you. Um, yeah, you will just be great. And you're always like every night you rub my back and you already do nice things. So yeah. So you do appreciate it? Yeah, of course I do. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I think you're going to be great. I don't. You're definitely not going to panic. You're, Dan, Dan's a really chilled out person. Um, takes a lot to get you, like, stressed or, wor or like, worried, doesn't it, really? You, never, you so. never flap. You're not... Only at events. Yeah. If, like, the speakers aren't working and there's a hundred people waiting outside, oh, I you, flap. You get quite stressy, but I don't yeah. think... In the situation of me being in a vulnerable position, I don't think you'll flap. No. So, yeah. I think I think he'll be all right. I just... There's a question on the internet here that said, are breastfeeded babies more clingy? And the answer is yes. And I think that's the reason why we're not breastfeeding, because we, we don't want the baby to be all over you and not me. We want it to be 50-50. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
But that's understandable that a breastfed baby would be clingy yeah, because they, they've got that co- connection with their if mom. you were the If you were the person that offered me the food all the time, I'd, <laughs> I would hang around you as well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I guess that's why Moni like, meows at me because she knows that I the fe- I'm yeah, the one that feeds her. D- Dan's the only person that feeds the cat, so like she always looks to him for food. She doesn't come we to me. We should do a whole podcast episode on Moni. <laughs> that's that's a good topic yeah okay we'll funny. add that into the mix at the end all right okay um so becky hayes has two two questions to this so have you taken any supplements yes of course i've taken juice plus for the last seven years and so, <laughs> um, that that never changed um they're gonna think we added that in on purpose <laughs> she genuinely asked that There's, she said have you taken any supplements do you recommend any products and she said have you used oil to stop to stop stretch marks so the first part yes i've used juice plus throughout i take the capsules i take the shakes I take the uplift. Um, so yeah, I haven't haven't had to change any of that. Um, and they already it already has folic acid in, um, so I haven't had to haven't had to um sorry, the window cleaner's just turned up, so it's really distracted me. I knew that was gonna happen. Yeah, I know. Just seen this big old broom come up at You're the, gonna hear it probably. Yeah. He's doing mind. the third floor. Anyway, back to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, haven't had to change anything I was doing, so that's great. In terms of the second question, have you used oil to stop stretch marks? Well, I've got a great collection now, don't I? You are the oil bearer. Honestly, if anyone's pregnant and they've run out, pop round. Like, I've got... <laughs> you can take your pick. I'll oil you up. Yeah. The funny thing is, I already had bio oil from my own... Because um, I've got scarring from surgery. So I already used bio oil anyway. So I started using that on my tummy. Um, started using that around like eight weeks. And I... I rub it into my tummy, my boobs, and my thighs. And then um, a friend, Vicky, she bought me some Palmer's cocoa butter. That's meant to be amazing. That's great. So it's nice. I used that the other day. Did you? On what? my belly. <laughs> Honestly, I did. You worried about getting stretch marks? No. Every now and then, and I don't know if this is a thing that girls like or not, I don't know, but every now and then I just shave all my body hair off. <laughs> like on my chest. Damn, I feel everything. like this is a whole not, other episode. Not like my arms and legs, but my chest. Yeah. And then once I shave, I always feel like I should moisturise, so I use a bit of that. Okay. And it's I put nice, it on way too thick. It's a nice thick texture. I was well slippery. <laughs> so it's a completely different texture oh, to... Oh, here he is. Um, here he is. Sorry, the brush is on the window as we speak. <laughs> the Palmer's um, cocoa butter is a completely different texture to the oil. So it's I, what I tend to do is I use one in the morning and the other in the evening. Um, and then <laughs> generally, generally I'll. Um, you also bought me some for Christmas. You bought me some Body Shop Thai oil. That smells really nice. So I have been have using you used that. It yet? Yeah, I have had a couple of times. It's very expensive. Yeah, and then um, I was kindly bought some. Neil's Yard by um, Stephanie and Rob. So I've got a whole collection of Neil's Yard stuff to use. So, so you've got loads. I've got loads. It will last you for the next pregnancy as well. Yeah. <laughs> and, and beyond. beyond. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I have been using that. So I, I think it's important to use. A lot of people, a lot of friends have said, you know, they didn't get any stretch marks and they, they did that throughout. So I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that'll be the same thing. The thing is, me. at the end, you won't be able to say it's because of this one because you had a combination. Oh, no, I used it all. <laughs> He used everything. Um, so then we had a question from Heather22. She said, has pregnancy been what you expected? What's surprised you? So what about for you? Has it been um, what you expected? Pretty much. I mean, to be honest with you, the whole process and everything's going much faster than I thought because just because life's so busy anyway. Um, but yeah, like the, o- the only thing I would say is that 
each day you're just a bit more and more uncomfortable and like mm. I, I appreciate that like your some days is better than others but overall there's no complaints there really is okay not like, from your perspective not really I know that obviously you're you're the one having the baby but considering you're growing a human what do you expect there's going to be discomfort there's going to be you know things and yeah. if I was the one having the baby I'd expect exactly the same yeah, I think you do. I think the only thing that's maybe surprised me, which I guess I didn't really consider before ever being pregnant, was just how tiring it is. Like, you kind of expect to have pains or, or you know, struggle to move and get out of bed. And you sort of do expect those things because, like you said, there's a human being inside inside of you, so you expect that. But I never expected how even in the early days, how draining it is. And some days she can completely zap my energy and I don't really have much control over it, do I? Like, other than getting more sleep and things, I just have to go with it. And to be honest, I actually thought this yesterday, I am really grateful that I'm not still a teacher working in a school because you, I would have no choice but to just carry on. You'd come home and sleep until the next day. You would have no life. No life. I wouldn't be able to do anything because... Uh, there's days where I think, God, I can't even do my job and it's from home. Like, yeah. I'm so tired. Like, thank God I can just sit on the sofa under a blanket, do a bit of work and then have a nap or whatever. So I do feel really lucky and I, I'm aware we're in a very fortunate position from that perspective. But no, um, I guess I maybe thought that the baby would feel, um, in terms of your stomach growing, would feel like it was a separate entity. Does that make sense? This is yeah. a bit of a weird thing to think, but I used to think it must feel like a bolt-on. I mean, maybe it will, the bigger you get. I mean, but it I looks to... like a bolt-on for some people. <laughs> yeah, but like... Like a backpack on the front. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. And yeah. I, I thought it would feel strange, but it's so part of you and it's so gradual. Some days I don't even feel pregnant. Some days I can literally spring out of bed. Other days, oh my God, I'm struggling to roll over. Like, I have, I have to lift and turn, don't I? When you say, do you want to roll over and give me a cuddle... I'm like, yeah, hang on a minute. And I have to like... Get a hoist out. Yeah, hoist myself over. <laughs> so I guess, yeah, I didn't really expect that. But so far, so good. Um, like I said, I really don't want to moan or complain because I think I've had it pretty sweet um, so far. And a lot of it also is like we are, because of our business and the way we are, positive people. Yeah. So we are optimistic about everything. So anything that's sort of challenging, we see as a challenge. Yeah. So we're like, right, we're going to have a baby. Let's just smash this out to the best of our ability and, like, no, not complain. So we don't... A lot of people might look at pregnancy like horrendous ordeal, but we just embrace stuff and just crack on. And, like, yeah. it's, it's your mindset. It really is. Well, it's a bit like me in the gym. Like, I'm, it hasn't deterred me from wanting to do well in the gym. Yeah. Obviously, like, there's... I didn't go to the gym yesterday because I didn't feel like I could, but then I like smashed a session this morning. So, but that's down to having a positive mindset. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be interesting when we have a second baby because we'll, we'll know what to expect. So this question... Do they say the be, second is be- easier? No, not necessarily. Okay. But different. you'll know what to expect. Yeah, it could be completely different. We could have different symptoms, different experience, but with... With a bit more knowledge and experience, it'll be interesting to see how we find the second one. Yeah. Might might think it's a breeze, might think it's harder, I don't know. Anyway, so I hope that answered your, your question. That was a bit of a long-winded one. Um, Amelia Annabelle said, what have you bought so far and what have you got left to purchase? 
We've pretty much got everything except the cot. We haven't paid. We've, we haven't got the cot and we haven't got the monitor. There's loads we haven't got. Like what? Don't put me on the spot, but there's loads. We, <laughs> we, we, we did buy a lot quite early on, only because it was Black Friday. And I felt like, basically, we went to Mums and Papas. We had one of those shopping experiences. And you, we were able to lock in the Black Friday price, but we don't... The stuff doesn't get delivered till like April. Yeah. So that was just that just was financial like, like that just made some financial sense to get a good discount. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, I don't think we would have been that prepared. So we've got like we've got the travel system. We've got the um. Pram. Yeah, that is the travel system. Um. We've got um, like a baby carrier. We've got the baby bath. We've got the next to me bed. We've got one of those. Um. They used to be called sleepy heads. They're now called docker tots. Um, we've got we've got a I'd few. I'd say we've clothes. got the big bits. Yeah, we've got a, um, a rockaroo. Yeah. But again, it's just loads like, of clothes. Yeah, you say loads of clothes, but they're all different ages, so we need to sort through them and see what's kind of left. Um. So yeah, big things. We still need to get a cot. We like you said, still need to get like a monitor. Um. Once we've got the cot, we can decorate the room. Yeah, which you're keen to do, aren't you? Can't wait. So yeah, there's probably still a lot of bits and bobs and little things that you just don't even think of. Um, we'll probably go into another mum's and papa's shop towards the end, won't we? But like, we've kind of got the main things. Yeah. We've ticked some big stuff off our list. Um, and then there was a final question, which I'm, I'm not going to say their name, just in case this particular person is uh, asked for their own experience, for their own benefit. This person said, how did you and Dan stay so calm and not put pressure on getting pregnant? Um, I feel like we definitely aren't experts to answer this question because we were very fortunate in that we fell pregnant basically on the second try. So I, I'm, we're both very aware. We were so lucky. We have had nothing but positive experience. And I know that that's not the case for everybody. So I don't want to kind of drag this question out. But I would say that before getting pregnant, I was very worried, as I think most women are, what if I can't have children? What if it takes us ages to conceive? I got a bit fixated at one point, didn't I, on like, oh, well, if I want the baby born here this time of year, we need to be pregnant here. And I, I got a little bit, at one point, probably a bit obsessed with... Yeah, but rightly so. Will it if, work? If you, if you can make it in your control, why not? Yeah, but as a lot of people know, like, like I said, we were very lucky, but for a lot of people that doesn't happen. It can yeah. take them months and years and Obviously, like that. you have an ideal birth date for your child but at the end of the day as long as you can have one it doesn't matter when it is no it, it wouldn't have mattered if we'd struggled to fall pregnant I would definitely wouldn't have been upset no. when the baby was born no. but when when you're I'm quite a control freak so I I was looking at the calendar and thinking oh if we fell pregnant here we'd have a baby in this month and that would work well for us but obviously yeah that's not a luxury that anybody has really I um, you're just lucky if it falls that way um so yeah the whole process of getting pregnant was quite enjoyable. <laughs> I'm sure you did. <laughs> to be honest, what's quite funny from a conception point of view is in the first month, because I, I was on the coil for years, wasn't I? I had two coils, so I think in total I was on it for like eight years. And so I never I, and I ne- never had periods, so I didn't know my cycle too well. I didn't know how long my cycle was. I didn't know my ovulation days. So the first time... The first month, I was just doing ovulation sticks pretty much every day of the month. I got through so many, didn't I? Because I, I just needed to work out my dates. Yeah. 
And then I think that's probably why it was a bit of a failed attempt because we, by the time we were actually ovulating, it ended up being our wedding party. Yeah, we, we talked were, about that. Yeah. We were absolutely hanging. Yeah, so that just didn't happen. So really it was the first proper attempt. It was really, yeah, because we didn't, basically to put it bluntly, we didn't have sex when we were ovulating the yeah. first time. Yeah. So no wonder it didn't work. Um, but yeah, that second month we knew our dates. We knew like it was much easier, more straightforward. Um, mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. But to be honest, I would just say, try not to put too much pressure on yourself. It will happen when it happens. And I think as long as you focus on what's important, you being the healthiest you can be, um, and yeah, I think, I think that's all you can do. Be, be healthy, be as calm, as stress-free as you can, um and and biology has to be on your side well yeah i found for me the clear blue ovulation sticks were great i was able to track my whole cycle see when i was ovulating and then we were able to obviously time it like that so i obviously can't comment for anyone that's struggling or what those reasons might be but i think all you can do is try and have a positive mindset um and remain healthy and fit and well. I think that's that's all you can do because everything else isn't in your control. Yeah, control what you can control. Yes. So, um, next week's episode. Before we move on to the big fat fun friends quiz, um, three options. <laughs> it's up to you. We're going to give you four options. We're going to let you decide. We've got four options. Four options. And we're going to let you vote on my Instagram. So I'll pop that up um, after this episode goes live. So. Number one, do you want to hear about property investing and how we got our first buy to let and the whole process with that? Number two, are ghosts real? <laughs> because Dan and I have had some interesting conversations lately and I shared a few stories with him. About... Are they, they going to pick that one? I w- there's a no... We can do the property later. Ghost is next. <laughs> Ghost is next. We'll do all of them at some point. It's really down to yeah. the order that you want them. So are ghosts real? Number three, how to grow your confidence. Or number four, we'll do a whole episode dedicated to Moni. Yeah. Because she's a funny old cat if you've, ever met, yeah. if you've ever met her. So we'll put polls on our Instagram and you guys can vote for the next episode. Yeah. So and that will be episode list. 10. Yeah. And then Going uh, strong. we'll do them in, in whatever order they get votes for. Yeah, so, 100%. So you ready? Last week I was mortified and embarrassed at my performance, so... Let's see if I can top last week <coughs> and do a bit better. You ready? Sing along with me the words. Oh, so you think you are the number one Friends fan. But do you know the answers from your husband, Dan? Do you think by now that you would have learnt to sing in tune? I do feel a lot more relaxed now, like with the timings of it all. Yeah, but I've done it nine times it's now. not in tune. 18, though. start, front, intro and outro. Right, we have five questions from five series. Series nine, (laughs) series eight, series two, series four and series six. You can pick what one you want first. Nine, eight, two, four or six. Whatever's on top. Okay, question one, series six. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Play along at home. Mark yourself out of five. Question one. What did Rachel's sister Jill do because her father cut her off? Sorry, I read the question wrong. What did Rachel's sister Jill do to cause her father to cut her off? Uh, You asked me a question about Jill the other week and it really 
really threw me off. So Jill is the one played by Elle McF... Uh, no, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. What does I she know... do to cause her father to cut her off? She bought a boat for her friend. Correct. Yes. Question two, series four. Chanda tells Joey that when he was out partying with Gandalf, he ended up on a fishing boat heading where? Oh. Um, isn't this when they get Canadian dollars? So was it in Canada? No. Nope. Ended up in Vermont? No. Nope. No. Nope. You're going to say it and I'm going to know it. Yeah. Go on then. Nova Scotia. Oh. <laughs> One out of two. Question three, series two. Joey gets upset when Chandler says he likes the way Eddie cooks what? Oh, it's either bacon or kippers or something like that. It's neither of them. Oh, God. Oh, the eggs. How he cooks his eggs. Correct. Yes. Joey gets upset when Chandler says that he likes the way Eddie cooks the eggs. Yeah. Two out of three. Question four, series eight. Who does Monica think would win in a fight between Ross and Chandler? <laughs> Ross. Correct. That was easy, though. Yeah. Should we do another one? No. Fine. It wouldn't be easy for everyone. Question five. Where's well, 50-50 chance? Question five, series nine. Ross says that when he would have been good at advertising, claiming he came up with the slogan. Oh, Got milk. Correct. Yes. So you've got four out, four out of five. five. I'm happy with that. That I'll is take good it. going, to be honest. Yeah, I, I'm, I think I've redeemed myself. Well, well done for that. And for that, you can sing the theme tune. Woo! <coughs> <laughs> so loud. <laughs> Ready? You're singing. So you think you are the number one friend's fan. Da, 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 da. But do you know the answers from your husband, Dan? God, you actually are quite good. Yeah, because I don't sing out of tune. Fair enough. <laughs> right, guys, so that's the end of episode nine. Let yes. us know what you want to be episode ten. And we will make it happen. And it will be launched next Thursday morning. Ready for you to listen. Yeah, see you on the other side, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Welcome to The Aldridges, a podcast with Dan and Harriet. Follow what they get up to in business, travel, fitness and family life. And all the fun they have along the way. They don't take life too seriously, but are serious about living their best life. Join them for regular updates on it all. And don't forget to subscribe for weekly uploads of The Aldridges.